Hello, 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 it's your girl Rachel Real coming to you with another episode of You Ain't Crazy. You Ain't Crazy is a podcast where I give support to individuals who have found themselves in a narcissistic relationship or you've been abused by a narcissist or you just need clarity, you need validation, you need to be aware of some of the things that a narc can do to you or just confirmation that you're not crazy and This podcast gives support to those people who have questions that you need answered. I've just joined the community to bring awareness, raise awareness to the community about this personality disorder because there are so many people who are walking around with this thing and they're not diagnosed and the likelihood of them getting diagnosed is slim to none. The likelihood of them becoming becoming self-aware is slim to none. They're still being breaded as we speak. People are still breeding them because they can't show up for their kids. And they probably were victimized, traumatized by a narcissist in their childhood. So it's just um, just a crazy, crazy situation. So I've joined the community to raise awareness about this personality disorder and give you guys support. So... Hopefully you will get something from it. You will do your research. You will continue to educate yourselves and listen to other podcasts as well as mine. You ain't crazy. And check those YouTube channels out. Just educate because the more you understand this thing, the better you'll be. The better off you will be. You can heal. You can move forward. You can feel empowered. You can feel motivated. And that's what this is all about. That's what this podcast is all about is to give you information so that you can feel motivated and understand that you're not crazy hold on for a second i do these walk and talks so you might hear stuff in the background like this give me one second the landscapers are out doing their thing you might hear cars riding by dogs barking i do these unedited episodes and walking and talking so if i sound like i'm out of breath at any given time it is because i'm walking probably up a hill or something so anyway guys um just put the disclaimer out there I am NOT a psychiatrist psychologist uh, therapist counselor or anything of the like I am a life coach certified life coach as well as a survivor who survived being in a relationship married to a narc I know all about it did not know any of it prior to getting in it what I learned afterwards is that you attract what you are so being broken, that's how that narc got up in there. And when I did my research, instead of blaming him, I had to look at myself to make sure I understood exactly what I was dealing with. I did the work myself and educated myself so that I could get the power. And the more you do it, guys, the better off you'll be. I, I promise you that the better off you will be with education. Is it easy? No. But people can't manipulate you any longer when you're educated, when you know what their game is. So that's what this podcast is about. That's what these episodes are about, is to educate you. What you do with it is on you. I'm not telling you what to do. I've just joined the community with other platforms that who's, who gives commentary as well as bring information to help you out so that you can understand exactly what you're dealing with and give you the support that you're never gonna get from the NARC nor validation you're never going to get it from the narc so here we go 
now that that's out there, we're going to talk about gaslighting again today. I talked about it a little bit in some other episodes, so talking about it now because that's one of the main things, which is why I did this podcast because a narcissist is famous for trying to make you think you're crazy and the fact that you've allowed them into your space you've allowed them into your mind into your heart your body your soul all of that you opened up because they are good actors and actresses so you opened up and you allowed them to come in and not only to you you probably opened up and allowed them access to your friends and family things like that co-workers and I'm speaking more on the romantic relationships, nar- narcissistic types of abuse, but it's not only in romantic relationships. It can be job, it can be a parent, child, it can be siblings, it can be anybody. Um, my experience was definitely, I mean, I've had other experiences, but nothing was in, as in-depth as the abuse that I, the emotional abuse and the, just the entire traumatic experience Nothing can compare to what I dealt with in my marriage. I, it was just crazy that I, I knew I had to just really, really dig deep, dive deep to just see exactly what is this thing. And everything kept coming back to a narcissist, a narcissist, all of the traits. It was crazy. So once I confirmed it, if it's a duck, if, it's, if, if it looks like a duck and quacks like a duck, it, it is a duck. Ain't nobody got time to be sitting up here waiting for somebody to get diagnosed. This person is doing all of these different things from one moment you're nice and you love me. Oh, I love you to death. And I don't want to leave. I don't want to live my life without you. You're the best thing. You're the greatest. You're the best. You know, just listening and thinking I'm thinking I have my soulmate we can talk about anything and man the very things that I opened up about once I gained that trust were the very things that this man turned around and used against me you know so just some traumatic experiences from my childhood he turned around and used it against me or if I had just issues with a family member or something turn around and use it against you in a malicious way when it wasn't even like that, but they'll take something basic and turn that, turn that thing around and make it into something very, very bad. You know, I shared with him about my childhood when I was adopted, just to give just a little uh, synopsis. I was adopted. This man turns around and, and it, when I first said it, it was like, Oh my gosh, baby, something, something, something. I'm like, no, it's all good. I had a very good upbringing. But the lady who raised me was not my biological mother. Blah, 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 blah. So, of course, he acted as if he was so, so, so concerned, so attentive, so supportive. And as soon as that mask slipped, honey, months, days, or whenever, more so months, same thing, he turned around and was like, Oh, you had trauma as a child. You didn't have your parents raising you or you didn't have a mother. Your mother didn't want you. You, you, uh, that's why you have issues. You ain't have a father. Like hurtful, hurtful things. Thank God that wasn't because I did have a very good upbringing and it, it, he really couldn't break me down. I wasn't good supply to this man at all. 
because I kept questioning things and stuff like that until the point where it was never solid. I was always in and out, in and out, telling him to leave or I would voluntarily leave then go back and tell him to leave. All of this back and forth went on for like five years. What hurt me the most wasn't so much of my experience because thank God I had a very good, loving, caring mom who raised me even though she wasn't my biological mother, but I never felt any different to, as if I was treated any differently just because of that. As a matter of fact, quite the opposite. With, uh, but he tried to turn it around to hurt me. What hurt me was the fact that this is my husband. How could you? How could you turn around and try to hurt me? Try to tear me down, bring me down, break me down? Any of those types of things. So it was situations like that. And... Of course, initially, it's like, okay, there are some things I can say back to you and break you down. And I'm sharp with the tongue, too. So, please, if we want to get into the battle of who can insult who the, the most, I can go there with you if I choose to. Sometimes I did. But once I began to realize, whoa, this is not a normal argument. This is, this is some real intentional stuff this man is doing some real intentional stuff so I had to look at it and be like okay let me do my work so enough with that so just to give you um just as an example of what a narcissist will do and if you're experiencing any of the experiences that you've I'm sure you've heard be talked about or seen on tv or you've read please trust your instincts because Gaslighting is about narc trying to mold you into uh, not trusting your own instincts. That's what gaslighting is all about. They want to control you. They want to, and how do they get you to that point? They got to love bomb you. They got to treat you like everything is so great. They got to keep pouring into you only to suck the life out of you afterwards. It's so crazy. The personality is just, I see why they say it's a disorder. It is a dispersonality disorder. Because for someone to just blatantly, that's why you, you be thinking that you're crazy because it's like, I'm looking at a human being. How in the world can you be so cool and look the way that you do? Charming and, um, can be just handsome or beautiful um seem like they have this crazy over-the-top personality because you got to look at it they are great actors and actresses so they can do that thing really really well the disorder is is when it flips when the mask slips so to have someone who you fell in love with to treat you that way is very very traumatizing they will, back to the gaslighting, they will do things, for instance, you can say, and again, at this time, you're being victimized because they know exactly what they're doing. That's the other disorder part. They know what they're doing. And that part in their brain just won't allow them to stay normal, which is why it's a mental disorder. Even though they say personality disorder, that's some mental shit going on in their brain. So certain things you can bring to their attention thinking that you can do it 
before you realize that they are narcissists. In a healthy relationship, you can bring things to each other's attention and should be able to talk about it. If anything, people might have issues because they don't communicate and a person never knew you. A narcissist, you can't communicate your feelings, especially if it's about them, if it's calling them out. I cannot tell you how many conversations I had with this man to the point where I'm like, why is it every time I bring something to your attention, the narrative changes and it becomes about you. And then I'm apologizing to you. I was apologizing to him before I understood what I was dealing with. Once I began to understand what I was dealing with, once I understood it, oh hell no, ain't no more apologies coming. Absolutely not, absolutely. That's why you can't stay in that thing because you will mess around and start acting like them. You really will. So to bring something to someone's attention that's bothering you, if someone's being dismissive towards you, that's emotional abuse. Don't accept it. Don't sit there and argue. My point is, if you don't like something that's happening to you, change it. Does it require work? Does it require doing something different? Yes, but if you want different, you gotta do differently. You gotta do, you gotta move differently. You can't just do the same thing and thinking the narcissist is going to change. They are not gonna change. So they will tell you, you bring something to their attention and they'll tell you that never happened. So your instincts, and you know, definitely as a woman, we have an intuition. You know, usually you're not off. But with a narcissist, they're going to have you questioning it. And when you do that enough, you're going to start changing and you'll just be like, yeah, maybe I just overreacted or yeah, maybe it really wasn't like that. You will start just questioning and questioning yourself. Then another thing they'll have, they may tell you you're too sensitive, you know, so here you go again, you're trying to open up and instead of you being able to open up, they want to control that. You can't even open up. Because they'll tell you, you're, you're just sensitive. You're being sensitive. And when I tell you, I experienced all of these different things to the point where that's why you can't tell them stuff because they're trying to turn around and call you a narc. This crazy man even said, oh, you know, I thought you were bipolar. Trying to get me to question my sanity, knowing I don't have a personality disorder. I don't have any issues. I can talk about anything. I'm level-minded. I know how to regulate my emotions. As a matter of fact, who's been helping you? Who helped you with everything that I helped you with as the accountant, as the lawyer for you? Doing everything, just making sure you're good, you know, plus more. And you sung my praises. Oh, you did this great. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. Just always, always singing my praises. But I call you out, now all of a sudden, Oh, I thought something was wrong with you. So back again, I say that to say they will try to flip it around and make you think you're crazy, telling you you're too sensitive. So all that's going to do is have you to question yourself when you're ready to bring something up. So once again, it gives them a pass because it all boils down to they don't want you to say nothing. Don't say anything to them as it relates to anything being that uh, involves them being accountable. They don't want to be accountable. You try to make you try to hold them accountable, they're gonna turn around and blame you. And they are master manipulators. So they can easily do that. They're so good at it. And that's why it's not fair playing ground because if you're not a person who thinks like that, 
you're, you're not sharp like that to be like, oh, let me do this, because that's not your mission. Their mission is, is to tear you down and to manipulate you and to shift blame, to lie, to deceive. That's their whole MO. So they'll tell you, you know, you're too sensitive. They may even tell you you have a terrible memory. Something's wrong with you. Just insults across the freaking board. They'll just keep insulting you. And when someone's treating you that way, you don't deserve it. You deserve better. And if you don't understand that you do deserve better, then you got to get yourself some help. It's not even about giving them the attention. This information is to bring it to your attention, to give you the support that you need, to let you know that you're not crazy, and to just open your eyes, open your ears, help you to open your eyes and open your ears and to feel motivated because it's nothing like someone hitting an L on the head and you feel understood. And unfortunately, hi, how are you? Unfortunately, a lot of counselors and therapists and uh, religious leaders in the church, pastors and things like that, not to take anything from them, but they don't, a lot of them are narcs, you know, so they may not even understand narcissism like that. And they'll have you questioning yourself as well, you know, telling you to just pray for them. Do you pray for your husband or do you pray for your wife? You know, do you fast for them? Come on. You're just giving them passes. No one is saying to just be evil towards someone, but you're not holding them accountable. And very often that's what happens. And people stay in these relationships to the point where they're so broken, they don't know if they're coming or going. So what's going to happen when you're raising your kids? Nine times out of 10, they'll end up being narcs. One or somebody, if they don't find somebody they can open up to who's emotionally available to them, for them, you know, so you have to be careful with that and follow your instincts. Do your work, get understanding. I can't stress it enough because when you get understanding and you see that it, this is what's going on in your current situation, you will understand. Hopefully you won't ignore it or act like it doesn't exist, like you wanna just wake up and it's gonna be better. It's not, it is not. If you, have, if you see a pattern and somebody keep flip-flopping and switching up like that, mm-mm. It's not. And if you have children, that's even more of a reason where very often a church will tell you or the church might recommend, you know, you don't want to break your house up. Now they're trying to guilt trip you like you're breaking your household up. You ain't breaking your household up. You're trying to keep yourself sane so somebody can be there for those kids instead of the manipulator, instead of the narcissist. Give them a balance. Let them know, you know, because your ch children will resent you when they get older. If they're not an arc and start manipulating you as they get older, you know, they will resent the fact that you stayed in an abusive relationship and didn't do what was best for them. And they'll look at you as being selfish and all along you're thinking, oh, I did it for you. No, you did it for yourself. You were being selfish. That's how they're going to look at you. So don't be fooled by thinking, stay in an unhealthy relationship. Definitely if the person is, if your partner is an arc, just for the sake of the kids, please. I didn't need to do an episode on that alone. That makes no sense. And I used to hear that all the time. It makes no sense at all. A child should not be raised in a toxic environment. How can they grow up and develop emotionally with that type of trauma around them 24 seven, walking on eggshells, the one parent being controlling and the other parent walking on eggshells? That's a healthy environment. And you gotta walk on eggshells if you're involved with a toxic or a narcissist. 
you have to walk on eggshells and you never know when it's gonna crack. So that alone is very unhealthy and it's not healthy for you, it's not good for you and it surely isn't good for a child, period. We have to get better, we have to stop, we have to stop making excuses that we have to stay in these horrible relationships Definitely when you have children, you have to stop. They are more important. Worry about yourself because the narc does not care about you. The narcissist is very selfish. They don't care. So you really, really got to take control over your life. Take your power back because that's what gaslighting is all about. Gaslighting is to break you down. They will just keep insulting you and insulting you. The more you seem like you're trying to be strong, the harder they are going to do, the harder they're going to go at it with trying to, hello, trying to break you down. That is their job. They're supposed to, and they don't stop on their job. That's why it's, it's, it's more like a demonic spirit. It's like, whoa, you ain't broken yet. So every time you feel like you got a little bit of energy that you, you know, you can stand up to them, they're just going to break you down more. It's going to be like, oh, that didn't work the last time. Okay, let me do it again. Let me do it again. And they'll, that cycle will continue on right while you're there. Hoovering does not mean, oh, since you're away from the narc, they can hoover you right there. You will keep being on that cycle. I know I was. You go from love bombing, devalue, discard, then suck you back in and do it all over again. And discarding may mean, it doesn't always just mean cheating. Discard can mean dismissive where your feelings are invalid to them. They're ignoring, ignoring you, meaning stonewalling you. That's discarding you. Because if you're living in a home with someone and they're acting like you don't exist just because they a light switch turned off in their head and they don't even know why, they just, it can be their mood. The mood shifts, the mask slips. And meanwhile, you're getting treated accordingly by, but for no reason. And that's the, tra that's the traumatizing part. That's the hurtful part. Because it's like, things were going so good. W what happened? I just left and went to the store and came back and your mood shift. It could have been a TV show. may have not been anything. It's just that personality disorder that goes off in their head. And they may come, you might come back and they'll start an argument over something because they need that supply. They got to be entertained. They got to, they just, it's just a never ending battle when you're dealing with a narcissist. So... It's one of those things you don't have to ask a lot of questions, to be honest, because if you read enough and you see a person flip-flopping, it is not one of those things where you feel like, you know what, I deserve to stay in this dysfunctional relationship. No, you don't. You don't need to be in no dysfunctional relationship, you know, and definitely not for your kids, because if you're, if you're keeping them around dysfunction, you're going to raise dysfunctional kids. It's going to be very, very tough unless they have an outlet and maybe a grandparent or auntie or godmommy or a mentor or somebody can help them along the way with their trauma. But if they don't have that and they're relying on you, how can you be there for them if you can't be there for yourself? So that's how you have to look at it. But the narc will call you crazy, telling you you're crazy. And they're going to tell other people too. So just look at that. How can someone who, who's supposed to be your partner or your spouse talk about you, talk against you? That should be a conversation that y'all should have with each other. When you love a person, you're not going behind their back when you're in love, or it's your spouse, your partner, or your loved one, your child, anybody who's close to you, 
The narc hurts the person who's closest to them anyway. But a healthy relationship, they're not going to go and talk about you and call you crazy and try to smear your and defame your character, go on a smearing campaign against you, even while you're all together. They'll call you crazy and tell other people the same thing, and that's all to isolate you. So while they're being, you're, you're probably wondering, like, where is this information coming from? That's what I used to say. So I called him the whistleblower. And it wasn't even like he had anything on me that he could, he could say. But the lies, they'll lie. So when you, that's another sign. When you're thinking about staying with somebody, how are you going to stay with someone who betrays you, who talks about you, who dismisses you, who discards you, who lies on you? Like, that shouldn't even be a question. And when you have to question yourself if, if you should stay or go, looking at that, now you got to get yourself some therapy, coaching or something, and so that you can do whatever you have to do, come up with a strategy, an exit plan to do whatever you have to do to get out of that situation. Hands down, no excuses, or you will lose your life, meaning yourself, and you won't be able to be there for the people who really need you. Another thing that they'll do as well, if they give that fake-ass apology that says, oh, you know what? I'm so sorry that you think I did that. I'm sorry that you think I hurt you. That is a lame-ass apology. What do you mean you're sorry that I think? And you can't even say that to a narc because they're going to gaslight you and twist it around and act as if you're crazy. So, once you know, you're not crazy, but don't have those expectations from these people with personality disorders. So, for somebody to say, oh, I'm sorry that you think I hurt you. Really? Really? So, that's a gas, they're gaslighting because they're saying you think that they don't think that they hurt you you do you know I was told oh put your big girl pants on I didn't do that that's your problem but when he came and said something to me oh my gosh I better give him my undivided attention oh I'm so sorry that happened I'm sorry I made you feel that way like I'm taking full responsibility when he would bring something to my attention I'm sorry that happened I didn't mean it that way and he would even sometimes there were times when he would accept it then there were times when he would be like well you shouldn't have never did it you did mean it because you said it and if I brought something to his attention it's you need to put your big girl pants on that's not what I meant like to try to break me down which worked until I got educated I figured that thing out and I was like I'll be damned I will never say I'm sorry again to this man never and I'm out of here. I'm planning my exit. Never to look back ever, ever again. You know, so when you go that no contact, no contact at all. You know, it's not about anger. It's not about revenge. If I see him on the street, I'll say hi and keep it moving. But as far as trusting, oh, absolutely not. Like, I have nothing to say to you. You're evil. You're an evil person. Get yourself some help. So, you know, if you have kids with someone like that, you need to have minimal contact because you cannot believe anything that they say out of their mouths. And if you live with them, let it be minimal. You literally cannot believe anything that they say. I don't care. It can be sunny outside. And if they say it's sunny, I still got to check the weather myself. I got to like double check because I'm not going to believe them. Nothing that they say 
out of their mouths is worth you believing because it's always some type of motive behind anything that they do so you gotta just armor up get your power don't believe them stop allowing yourselves to get triggered and hurt by these narcs with them gaslighting you you know with these bullcrap apologies and things like that then another thing I used to experience and another thing you might experience or have as well where they'll tell you if you know what my triggers are you know all I ask you to do is stay away from my triggers don't trigger me it is not my responsibility that you can't regulate your damn emotions so don't go don't let them tell you you should know how they react or something like that or you should know that's a trigger for me so that's just blaming you again blaming you that gives them the green light to be like you know what I can act like an asshole I can act evil in me I can be dismissive I can be just rude and nasty and mean and defame a person's character because you made me do it you knew that if you did so and so and so I was going to do this so it's you you did that don't let them do that and the next thing you know you're like no I didn't mean that I'm sorry I'm sorry stop apologizing to them stop apologizing because what they're doing is gaslighting you they are simply gaslighting you don't but don't feed into it don't engage as dr. Romney say, says and I really encourage you guys to listen to her um, she's on YouTube she has a lot of material out there that can really really help you I know it helped me to really understand this disorder and stop feeling like your your mate or whomever is okay just because they don't have a diagnosis don't don't think that because you'll be dead somewhere waiting for them to be self-aware and get the help that they need you make sure you get the help that you need so that you understand that you should not tolerate anybody mistreating you anybody devaluing you and treating you like you're not that you don't matter you know where you can't go and have a conversation with them if something's bothering you you know you can't predict what's going to happen one day to the next because they one moment they're nice the next moment they're mad the next moment they're sad the next moment they're glad the next moment they're holding you the next moment they got a knife in your back like who wants to live like that you should not live like that so i'm about to wrap this up guys and that's it for today with gaslighting you know it's a form of emotional abuse don't accept it from anyone not your partner or anyone else someone who's telling you you might have friends and church affiliates or associates or whomever you sure are you sure that he meant that maybe he or she did it because of this maybe he or she did it because of that maybe what did you do what, what you know maybe you played a part in this like when you know what you're dealing with and that narc is portraying themselves as being some kind of religious nice holy fod saint and you know that they're a damn demon follow your instincts don't sit there and let nobody gaslight you you continue to get the support from strangers if you're not getting it from loved ones instead of allowing yourself to keep getting hurt because somebody's gaslighting you somebody's questioning your reality 
having you to question your reality when you know what you're experiencing. If you didn't know, hi, how are you? If you didn't know, you wouldn't be in it. You wouldn't be involved in it. So do not allow them to do that to you. Stand up for yourself, take your power back, and educate, educate, educate yourselves. So that's it for today, guys. Peace and blessings to you. Love you much. Girl Rachel Real is out. Bye.